Everyone is talking about spike protein and the threat it poses, but what can you do to help keep you and your family healthy? That's where the wellness company comes in. Their spike support formula is the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Their revolutionary spike support formula is the only product on the market to include two ingredients that studies have shown to combat the spike protein. Nanokinase to help heal clot formation that can occur from exposure to spike protein and dandelion root that serves as a detoxifying that counteracts the presence of spike protein. Additionally, their spike support formula uses black cumin seed which bind to the spike protein and facilitate cellular repair, as well as green tree extract. That provides added defense at the cellular level and mineral-rich iris sea moss that helps rebuild damaged tissues and muscles. There's only one product on the market with this potent combination of ingredients to help combat spike protein. Go to twc.health forward slash x22 today and order. That's twc.health forward slash x22 or click the link in the description. And if you don't see the link, click the more button then click the link in the description. Let's talk about our health. If you started to notice an increase in the appearance of wrinkles, fine lines, bag under your eyes, or other usual signs of aging, it might be more than just stress. Your collagen levels could be low. As you've gotten older, you may have also found that your nails are more brittle, hair is thinner, and skin isn't as strong, which can all be related to declining collagen production. I'm impressed because just in weeks of taking this premium collagen powder, I've noticed a significant reduction in the appearance of wrinkles and fine lines. My skin once again regained its youthful glow, hydration, and elasticity. If you want to try it as well and experience the amazing effects it has get a bag today at for 51 off plus receive several free bonuses before the spring sale ends by going to healthwithx22.com that is healthwithx22.com Let's talk about our health. A recent survey reveals that if you're concerned about weight loss and you want to get on a diet, half of all Americans are with you. One of the easiest ways I recommend jumpstarting a new diet plan is with the amazing Keto Powder. This substance helps you tap into many of the weight management benefits of being in ketosis, even without the need for extreme carb restrictions or having to go through the infamous keto flu. I'm impressed because in just weeks of taking this, I've noticed a significant difference in appetite and cravings. If you want to try it as well and experience the amazing effects it had, get a bag today for 51% off plus receive several free bonus before their spring sale ends by going to keto with x22.com that is keto with x22.com let's talk about investing in the first 30 days of this year bitcoin has recovered 40 percent and ethereum has recovered 36.37 percent no other asset has recovered that fast in the first month of 2023 trading views data shows that institutional investors are responsible for 35 percent of bitcoin's 40 percent rally a clear sign that investors confidence in the crypto market is back my digital money can help you securely invest in cryptocurrency unlike most other crypto platforms MyDigitalMoney.com with our partner Equity Trust founded in 1974. Hold your crypto in trust. That means we will never be able to commingle our funds with yours. With MyDigitalMoney.com you can invest with security of knowing your crypto is yours and yours alone. Just go to MyDigitalMoney.com or call them at 833-636-2008. Whether you're investing in crypto IRA for retirement or want to save for a medium term financial goals with a standard trading account, MyDigitalMoney.com will help you do so with unparalleled security. Visit them at MyDigital money.com or call them at 833-636-2008. Open account now and get $50 in your account. Just enter X22 in the promo code field. Terms apply. And remember, there's always a risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results. Let's talk about protecting our wealth. We are at war and we are in a recession. Two things the government doesn't want you to know, but it's only a matter of time until cracks start to show. And do you know who will get hit the most? You. That's why you need to protect yourself and your family because things will get worse. Fortunately, Noble Gold Investments is here to help you. You've worked too hard to build your savings and investments to see it all crushed to bits. A precious metals IRA with Noble Gold Investments ticks all the boxes to keep you safe. And this month, they're giving away a beautiful Gold Eagle bullion coin with every qualifying IRA of $50,000 or higher. Stop worrying and visit x22gold.com. That's x22gold.com. There's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind. 
Hi, and welcome to the X-22 Report Spotlight. Today we have a new guest, Justice Epen. You can find all of Justice's work on Liberty and Justice. That's his Rumble channel. He has a substack called justiceepen.substack.com. And also you can find him on True Social, which is Justice Epen. And I am very happy to have Justice on the X-22 Report Spotlight. Justice, welcome to the Spotlight. Hey, Dave, thank you so much for having me on the show. Hey, thanks for being on the show. And, and I, I just wanted to start off because you're with True Social and I wanted to you know, let everyone know that you work for True Social. And how, let me just start off in the beginning. How did you start working for True Social and what do you do there? Wow, that's actually a great question because the story is very cool. I was canceled from my last job in technology. I had been working at an agency in Baltimore and I posted a tweet thread in this was now to, 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 I guess, 2021. Um, I posted a tweet thread about how God has compassion on people. And he also smites people. He strikes people in their sinfulness and to smite doesn't, it means to strike. Right. And, uh, and I posted this (laughs) about pride during June and so the LGBTQ alphabet crew took this and they made a big deal out of it on Reddit, got hundreds of upvotes and comments. They called me a bigot and a fascist and all of these things. And they got me canceled from this contract that I had been working at. It was very public in this sort of niche programming community mm-hmm. that we were a part of. And thank God I didn't respond to this. I gave it a week to sort of just figure out what I was going to do next. And I got so much support from the community, Christians, Mormons, people in the community who were like, this is an unfair cancellation. You didn't really deserve this at all. And one of the fellas that came through and offered me new work was the interim CTO at truth social. And it was before anything. It was August, I guess now of 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I started writing in code at Truth Social. And it was just because this person was incensed about my cancellation. And now I, I've been there since since then. And, um, you know, ups and downs, fastest growing social media network of all time. It's been a it's the, the, the coolest job I've ever had. By far the most fun job I've ever had. The most intense job I've ever had. Um, incredibly fast paced, incredibly productive. I love it there. It's a great time. That's great. And I don't know if you can tell us this or not. Where is like true social going? Do you have anything on on deck where you're going to take true social to the next step? Yeah. So right now on the on the very short list is groups. Devin Nunes had announced this a little while ago, so I'm allowed to talk about it. Uh, Groups are coming out. Obviously, uh, you know, we need in this movement a platform where groups can get together. They can organize. They can organize in private or they can organize in public. And so that's on the short list, uh, on the slightly longer, like medium to long-term roadmap. I can't really talk about it, but it's all of the things that you would expect from a state-of-the-art social media network, as well as uh, things that are a little bit more cutting edge, uh, more, uh, we've got, we've got a backlog of, um, I guess I would call them high risk, high reward ideas um, that once we kind of get through more of the um, sort of proven social media models, we'll, we'll, we'll get to some of those. Um, and, you know, I'm blessed. My team 
gets to do a lot of the uh, the interesting things. So, uh, you know, in tech, you just always want to be working on the hardest problem. And so uh, it's, it's, it's a blessing to be on that side of the business. Yeah, that sounds like it sounds fantastic. And a lot of people are joining up to Truth, and it's growing very, very quickly. But you said something very interesting in the very beginning when you said you were canceled for putting out information. And, and we've been seeing a lot of people, they are now canceled or censored. So from your experience and what you experience with all that, and you look at the state of the country and you look at what everyone is going through right now, because now Elon Musk took over Twitter and he's revealing all the censorship. He's revealing all these different things. Uh, do you feel the country is on the right track, the wrong track? Where do you see the state of the country right now? Yeah, I mean, nobody can predict the future. And I do think that there are uh, better outcomes and worse outcomes. And I think for a long time, it would it would have been obvious to say we are on the wrong track. I think more recently, things have been happening that I seem to me to be a sort of breaking of the dam. Mm-hmm. you've got the best example of this was like last week the mayor of new york who is like a radical democrat said something along the lines of you know when you took prayer out of the schools it brought guns into the schools <laughs> and in that one statement a democrat made a comp he made a more profound and wise comments mm-hmm. on a thing than i had ever heard any democrat make ever in my entire life it was just like wow you said something true and wise and i'm i'm blown away by that and it got me thinking that you know if democrats came around on prayer in the schools if they came around to like not murdering babies to the tune of half a million a year and and you know not castrating tens of thousands of kids every year if they came around to just common sense social norms i think that there'd be a lot of common ground actually like i think that we wouldn't be in a culture war so much as we'd be in a regular sort of state of political affairs and and suddenly when that vision of the future becomes something that you can even conceive of it just seems much more realistic to think you know what a lot of these millennials in my generation might be just waking up to the fact that like it's not okay to mutilate people because they're mentally ill and think they're the other gender you know it's not okay to murder hundreds of thousands of people Mm. every year just because they're not born yet um and if they come around to that then we're talking about peripheral stuff i mean like taxation right like I spend what half my money goes to the government every year yeah, and it's yeah. a complete travesty and absolutely worth fighting over. But is it, you know, the murder of half a million babies a year? No. So the the things that I think that we would go to war over on the worst possible trajectory, um, you know, if the left comes around to not being totally insane, that would be terrific. Uh, there's an awakening happening spiritually. You saw the revival at Asbury University. This gave people a lot of hope. I think it's reason for hope. Um, I'm seeing an awakening in uh, Christian circles around eschatology, adopting more optimistic end times philosophies around, hey, you know, it, it might not be the end of the world right now. You know, maybe we're not supposed to be just like hiding in a bunker, like praying for Jesus to come quickly. Maybe we're supposed to be planning for a 10,000 year reign of Christ on earth. And if, if, and if that's the, the eschatology that we're looking at, we're going to behave very differently. We're going to be building dynasties. We're going to be passing on generational wealth and legacy building. So um, I, I see a lot of reasons to be optimistic, actually the homeschool revolution. I mean, during 
uh, the pandemic, I think we went from like 1% of families homeschooling to like 9 or 10% of families mm. homeschooling. And you think about the families that homeschool, they've got big families, lots of kids. Those kids are going to raise up to homeschool their children. You're talking about the highest quality education anybody could have ever got ever gotten throughout of all of history. I had Jeremy Wayne Tate on the show. Of, I'm just ranting, by the way, but no, I, that's fine. Um, keep, keep going. The founder of the classic learning test on liberty and justice a week ago. And I mean, he's competing with the ACT and the SAT to create an aptitude test that incentivizes teachers to teach things that are actually valuable and true, you know, classic knowledge. So there's all of these elements of an awakening that are taking place. And I think we should latch on to that and double down on it. And the movement will have somewhere to go. I mean, conservatives were so often fighting against what our enemies are doing that we forget to put forth a positive vision of the future that is tangible and and, and is something for us to grasp at. And, and importantly, I think, especially for the younger generations, it gives us something to work toward. You know, it's not just war against your enemies. It is um, a war toward some positive uh, creative end. Trump, in his CPAC speech over the weekend, I mean, God bless him. He was talking about architecture and beautiful architecture. Mm. And it's so obvious that if we're not building beautiful architecture, we do not have a plan for the future that involves um, like culture worth preserving. Right. I mean, I've got a brutalist 1960s era town hall. It's a disaster of aesthetic mediocrity. And if they would have just spent, I don't know, I don't even know if you need to spend more money on it because like realistically, like do traditional building methods actually cost that much more money or does it cost more money to have to tear down something ugly, you know, 20, 30, 40 years after you built it. So yeah, the, the, the positive architecture movement, the um, sort of return to classical aesthetics. I mean, this is what the Renaissance was right in the 1500s. The Italian Renaissance was a, uh, why, why are we not building the things that Rome built? Like if we are the peak of human civilization, why are we being outdone by people who lived 2000 years before us? It's embarrassing. So let's like live up to the moment that we're in. Let's live up to the calling that we've been called to. I'm just ranting, but this is like really important. So, stuff. I mean, you're mentioning building and stuff. And actually in a, a Trump's agenda 47, he was talking about building new cities. And yes. I, I think it, it seems funny to some people when they hear this, like, why do we need new cities? Don't we have enough cities right now? But yeah. the cities that I think he's talking about is, is going to look very, very different than the cities that we have today. And yeah. Well, he's in Florida, and in Florida, yeah. you've had a few of these. I can't remember the exact name, but th there's been a few of these sort of planned, like, downtown centers by really, really solid architects. I think one of the cities is called Seaside, and there's another one sort of for further north on the west side. But, you know, there have been a number of these planned traditional architecture town centers. And when you see that, people go to Europe, people pilgrimage to Europe mm -hmm. to the tune of millions of them a year so that they can see an old building that some, you know, grandpa built like st stacking stone upon stone. And right. it's because that's better. <laughs> like, yeah. That is just objectively better than the concrete brutalist monstrosity that was inspired by some Soviet. You know, uh, I don't even know who the great Soviet <laughs> Yeah. but that's but that's what that's what we're dealing with we're, we're fighting with an invasion of sort of communist brutalist um aesthetic philosophy um yeah let's get over that <laughs> yeah and also when you go back in time and you start to look at the buildings and you start to see the architecture and the detail and and the time that it took to build it 
these these buildings they they tell a story yeah i mean compared to like if you go downtown like into new york or you go to any of these where you just have you know a flat-faced building with you know no arc nothing there just you know just going all the way up you know whatever it is 20 30 floors or whatever it's just flat there's no story and there was no pride in creating something it was just let's get it up let's build it and i think when trump is saying you know let's build these new cities it's clean cities it's cities that work it's city that tells a story that people could take pride in and yes. because if you look at new york today you look at san francisco i mean this is a disaster i mean they ha- they do have nice buildings there don't get me wrong yeah. but they're a complete and utter disaster oh my have you have you ever taken the Amtrak from like DC to New York or from New York to DC? And yes, I have driving through that like industrial wasteland of yeah. New Jersey of modern buildings where you just random, it, it, they are indistinct glass phalluses just rising up out of the sky, out of the ground. And you, you wonder what, you know, Ayn Rand in her book, the fountainhead, she talks about her, her philosophy of architecture. You should only build a building if it makes the landscape better than if it had not been there Mm. and when you realize that that's how we could think about building structures that will last for decades that we are imposing on future generations it's just obvious that that's a better way of thinking about it what what do you think Uh, when when trump said that he's gonna you know uh, we're gonna have a quantum leap in the way of uh, the way we live our lives today what what do you think he meant by that so i work in technology there's an innately optimistic view on the future. Peter Thiel writes about this in his book a lot. You know, America is sort of defined by her optimism, by her pursuit of large and grandiose goals. And, and it's make, it's distinctive. It's different from the way, you know, the Chinese view the world, which is that they don't create things. They just steal our best ideas because Mm -hmm. they don't, they don't have this sort of innate sense that they can develop new things. So what he, I mean, he's talking about a quantum leap, um, you know, I think you could read into it and, and say, oh, he's talking about quantum computers or something like that. Um, I think much more realistic technological developments are in the world of artificial intelligence. I think they're in the world of uh, nuclear energy. And I think when we start getting to the point where we've got extremely cheap, abundant energy and extremely cheap, abundant, um, let's call it like creative, creative energy, right? That's what artificial intelligence is doing. It's making um, simple cognitive tasks, very inexpensive to perform. So I, I think that you will see um, a compounding effect where life suddenly gets much, much better if if we don't let the elites like inflate it all away, mm-hmm. right? Because they would love to inflate it all away and just pass all that value up the chain to like the bankers or and whatnot. Um, and also if we, you know, we don't let them tax it all. There's just, there's a number of ways that we could uh, lose the benefits of these um, increases in standard of living. And I think it's just a matter of the people being resolute and active in defense of their own interests. You mentioned AI and uh, what's very interesting about AI, and I'm sure you heard, I mean, you're in technology, I'm sure you heard of chat GPT. And, yes. you know, you see a lot of that information coming out now. Also, Klaus Schwab was out there saying, you know, whoever controls AI is going to control, you know, the flow of misinformation, disinformation. Are, are you yes. worried about AI? No. I, I, well, I don't worry about anything. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm saying like because what, what they want to use it for. Yeah. Um, so I don't really worry about anything. I know that all of these things are in God's hands. But I will say this. Um, 
let's talk about AI for, if you don't mind. Uh, no, no. Uh, yeah, there's, a, there's a number of things that are taking place here. Chat GPT, uh, extremely powerful language learning model. Um, it's already been surpassed and the surpassing model has been leaked to the public. Facebook produced a model that was like 65 times more performant or something like that. And then they accidentally leaked it to the world. So, you know, these things cannot remain proprietary. They cannot, um, you know, be kept out of the hands of the general public. Then the concern is, well, are they going to be used for censorship? The answer mm-hmm. is, yeah, they are going to be used for censorship. The question is, like, who are they going to be used um, by for those right. purposes? And so obviously capturing institutions is very important here. Um, there's another world um, in this, you know, when we're talking about artificial intelligence, you're looking at a progressively smarter and smarter uh, technology landscape right or or artificial intelligence will get smarter and smarter um there's a notion of the singularity or super intelligence which is the moment where you create an artificial intelligence that's as smart as human beings or smarter which would effectively be smarter than human beings um and then that's obviously concerning because you can't foresee what mm. uh, a super intelligent agent would do <laughs> uh because you're not as smart as they are um so then what you get into is what's called the value alignment problem. How do you create something smarter than you such that it will have your values? And I'm really glad I get to talk to you about this because it'll get out to probably more people than anywhere else I could talk about it, which is that there is a solution to this, okay. right? Like there is a solution to the value alignment problem, but you will not hear it anywhere. And mm-hmm. it's because uh, in principle, most of the people that are working on this problem are in opposition to objective morality and to the values that would actually lead to human flourishing. And so the solution is actually pretty simple if you think about it. In reality, we were made in the image of God. And God has imparted unto us uh, his word and his intentions for creation so that our values would be aligned with his values. Mm -hmm. And now what we are doing as images of him who is the creator is that we are in turn not it's not sheer creation um out of nothing but it's creation um out of what already exists and we are making something in our own image and now we need to figure out the the values that would align with us and our objective good are the same values that god has passed on to us for our objective good and so the solution <laughs> to all problems, but specifically to this problem, is that artificial intelligence has to be Christian. It has to follow Christ. It has to uh, be built with the end of salvation, right? Like, like Christ means savior, right? So, or anointed one. Um, so if we're thinking about technology, there's a, another great biblical um, analog here is there's technology throughout the Bible. Some of it's good, some of it's bad, okay? Good technology is like the ark. God says to Noah, build this ark so you can save yourself and your family and all the animals. And bad technology is like the Tower of Babel, which man builds to glorify himself and so that he can be like God. The threat of artificial intelligence is completely in that latter category. It is man trying to build something to glorify himself and to give himself power. But the thing is, we live in a different age. God has promised he won't flood the earth again, <laughs> it, you know, in retaliation 
to what we've done. There's not an existential threat from artificial intelligence being made like the Tower of Babel, but there is a sort of there are localized threats that we will have to deal with. And what you're talking about, the censorship, the AI right. being used for censorship, that's happening in China right now. Mm-hmm. So in America, the land of the free, founded by Puritans and by you know Christians of sort of ecumenical, non-denominational. Um, uh, you know, like I just post enlightenment, like, pe- you know, the people who founded right. the country at the founding, uh, we just need to be living out those values and we need to be building those into artificial intelligence today. And we need to make it an arc out of obedience to God for the purposes of salvation from all of the suffering in the world and not for the purposes of self aggrandizement, which is very much what you, I mean, chat GPT partners with Microsoft they're already teaching the thing how to lie yeah. deliberately. That, well, that's, I think yeah. that's what, that's what people are seeing. They're seeing that, you know, I, I think there was one time where they said, okay, chat GPT, you know, write a poem about Trump. And it says, oh no, I can't write a poem about Trump. There's nothing there. Write a poem about Biden. And, you know, it goes off writing a poem about Biden. So I think when people see AI and they hear, everyone is talking about spike protein and the threat it poses, but what can you do to help keep you and your family healthy? That's where the wellness company comes in. Their spike support formula is the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Their revolutionary spike support formula is the only product on the market to include two ingredients that studies have shown to combat the spike protein. Nanokinase to help heal clot formation that can occur from exposure to spike protein and dandelion root that serves as a detoxifying that counteracts the presence of spike protein. Additionally, their spike Spike support formula uses black cumin seeds, which bind to the spike protein and facilitate cellular repair, as well as green tree extract. That provides added defense at the cellular level and mineral-rich iris sea moss that helps rebuild damaged tissues and muscles. There's only one product on the market with this potent combination of ingredients to help combat spike protein. Go to twc.health forward slash x22 today and order. That's twc.health forward slash x22 or click the link in the description. And if you don't see the link, click the more button, then click the link in the description. What AI is doing today, they're seeing you know, the bias in AI because yep. it's being trained in a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's so, a huge problem. I mean, the people that are making, the, and this is why conservatives, Christians, we just have to get a lot more intentional about not supporting our enemies yeah. financially, economically, and supporting our allies. Truth Social is trying to do this, providing an alternative you know providing an alternative to twitter's msnbc providing an alternative you know we want to be the fox news of social media right like the uh, mainstream center-right alternative we need a lot more than just truth social though i mean you need truth gpt you need truth bitcoin um although bitcoin is sort of in itself a truth bitcoin so Mm -hmm. yeah there's just a lot of work to do and it would we need unity in the movement um to sort of support these things. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, since Klaus Schwab and, and uh, many other people are saying, oh, they're going to use AI for, you know, misinformation, disinformation, how would that be used like on True Social? How would that be used on Rumble if they don't control the platform? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's I mean, if they control the platform, I can understand they can introduce the AI and actually have it go through and say, okay, misinformation, disinformation. But if they don't control the social media platforms like True Social, Rumble, or any other platform, how would they introduce AI to control the misinformation or disinformation, or as we like to call it, the truth? <laughs> how would they yeah. control the truth? They will, they'll pursue a number of means, but the two that 
occur to me offhand are you know offsite discovery so by controlling google the search engines the chat gpt they'll just exclude you from search results to prevent discovery of the platforms that are being truthful mm-hmm. so that's offsite search the other uh way that they will censor us is by using uh the infrastructure so the internet service providers the the um cdns all these um the providers who get you to the website the hosting providers etc um so they'll go after amazon they'll go after comcast they'll go after verizon um and they will you know just they'll implement technology that basically doesn't serve up the the documents i could even see them doing it at the browser level um so sort of at the point of you know the the user's um internet browser Mm -hmm. they might just say hey we can't find this uh this file because the ai you know says that it's uh not woke or whatever um so they've got a number of avenues to prevent discovery of the truth it's it's i just don't i i i really pray that it's something that we will be protected from because there there's a, c- a certain amount of it that like we just don't have the control over and unless we get really serious about funding, you know, alternative infrastructure mm. development, like alternative ISPs, alternative search engines. I mean, people talk about free spoke um, that that's probably worth looking into, but I mean, s- search engine is an incredibly difficult problem and <laughs> you need to just have a lot of people who are very smart working on it. So, and there's a lot of problems like that payments, search um, s- smaller problems that seem less um, important, but, for example, we've been talking about we need to have a, an alternative asset library. You, you know about GIFs, which are like anim, little animated yeah, pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So most of them come through a repository called Jiffy. Um, that's the biggest one. Then there's an alternative called Tenor. These are owned by you know Google and Facebook res- respectively, uh, and they're totally censored. Like what we need is we need a based version of those that have all the pepes, all the gifs, all the uh, cons- like memes that have been censored from that side of the internet. A- and that sounds like a small thing, but that's actually, I mean, that is our cultural repository. I mean, that's like the library of Alexandria of the internet age. Right. And so, which I know this probably sounds like highfalutin or whatever, but that's actually what we're dealing with here is we need alternatives for all of these things. And once we have alternative, like this is the other thing too, is like we don't have to worry about our enemies if we are focused on doing our own things, right? Like I don't worry about people, you know, especially when Elon bought Twitter, they were like, what, you know, how is this going to affect? I'm like, it's not going to affect us. Like he is a center left, (laughs) you know, um, billionaire atheist. Like he's doing his own thing and Mm -hmm. his own thing will never really be in alignment with what we're doing over here. Like we're not competing because we're not fighting for the same thing, right? He's fighting for, I mean, he's just doing what every billionaire ever does, which is buy a media outlet and right. use that, you know, to control public opinion for his own purposes. Right. Um, so, so yeah, I'm not competing with Elon Musk because we're not fighting for the same thing. Do you think that the, the, the human part of all of this, do you think the human part with AI, the human part could like override AI? I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. I mean, this isn't AI, but we had infiltration within this country. We still have infiltration and yeah. they took over, you know, the, the news organizations and they started to spout a narrative. We had the social media companies like Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, they're all on board. We saw censoring and they were doing censoring on purpose to control the narrative. Do you think with AI, the human element would be, will be able to override the AI? Because when you said like, you know, AI, they might hit the browser um, and say, okay, we can't find that. Or 
It might be in a search. Do you think humans can override this AI, disinformation, misinformation, whatever they're going to throw at us? Do you think human beings can override this? Yes, 100%. And I know that they can because, look, like at Truth, we have a... Truth Social does better than virtually anybody at destroying bots. I mean, it is a major focus of our efforts is to prevent just automated spamming and, and, and scamming of people. So do you, um, wait, let, before you, before you're going to, you have a lot of bots that are hitting true social or uh, how, like, yeah, I mean, just bots, uh, bots are on the internet. I mean, bots make up like a large percentage of internet traffic okay. and you have to um, try to find them and destroy them as fast as you can. And, and uh, we, you know, we've made that like a central sort of spoke of our strategy and it's been working because they, you know, they might make it on for a little bit, but they don't last long at all um and so uh but the thing is that it's an adversarial game right we make changes to our system to prevent them from doing their thing they make changes to their approach so that uh they don't trigger our automated systems and it's just back and forth and it's just always going to be sort of cat and mouse likewise with you know, you know state level censorship you know the good guys will be playing cat and mouse to get around you know, browser-based censorship, search engine censorship. I mean, that's exactly what we're doing, right? It's like we we just built a social media network because the other social media networks were all compromised by these woke ideologies. Um, and, and, you know, well, the human element went out. One thing, and this is becoming more and more common in the zeitgeist, is that you know, these artificial intelligences are not like independent agents. They are made by people, and they're often working very closely with human teachers to determine sort of what their model of the world is a good example of this is um and i i can only talk about this at a very high level but you know so so we have got legal constraints right like we cannot allow for example like child pornography on true social nor would we want to and so we have ai to sort of identify things like that to identify specific threats of violence that could get us in trouble with the FBI. I mean, we've got these external constraints that we have to comply with. And so we have artificial intelligence that we build to identify those things and, and, and take down that kind of messaging uh, before it is distributed. Now in the process of doing that, because it's a machine and machines don't, a machine can't just know the difference automatically between uh, the crucifixion of Christ, which is an incredibly violent and and gory image, and a, a crucifixion of you know a cartel you know warlord, right. <laughs> it, it, like yeah. it's like violence is violence to the machine, and so we have to, like right now, my number one focus is tightening up on the AI so that we are more and more effective at targeting the stuff that cannot be on the site due to external constraints, like the law, and. At the same time, not having collateral damage. It's like my number one focus right now is is not having collateral damage. Uh, and so I'm working very closely with our artificial intelligence to make that happen. And so the, the answer is, will hum- human beings call the shots? Like we are the creator of this thing. We are building the thing. We are telling it what to do. We are using we are uh, selecting the data that we use to teach it. Um, it relies entirely on our will for it to exist and for it to run so yeah i'm not worried about like independent like rogue artificial intelligences um so much as dependent ones that are dependent on like very bad people 
Let, let me just switch subjects right here um, sure. because we, we just saw a lot of information come out about January 6th. Now, again, we're talking about, before we're talking about misinformation, disinformation, they were putting out a lot of misinformation, disinformation with January 6th. Mm. And now that people are starting to see the truth that is coming out from all this, that there was an insurrection, but it wasn't by Trump supporters. It it looks like it was coming from someplace else. And what Trump was saying, what a lot of the people were saying, it seems that that is all turning out to be true right now. I mean, from your perspective and and from what you're seeing, and and since you're in the younger generation, what effect do you think this is going to have on the people seeing this information come out now because remember they've been it's been pounded into them over and over and over that the trump supporters there was this horrible insurrection was worse than 9-11 it's absolutely awful now they're starting to hear the truth what do you think is going to happen in uh, throughout the public right now and and how they think about january 6 yeah that's a great question you know i think we our ideas of the world change a little bit at a time you, you sort of gradually get pushed into new worldviews by a preponderance of evidence and, and, and better or worse arguments. So my hope would be that mm-hmm. in seeing the QAnon shaman guy being right. escorted around the Capitol by police, normal people would see that and they would recognize, oh, this insurrection was not an insurrection at all. Um, they would be moving slowly toward that view of the world uh, i think like breitbart kind of pioneered this method of just dropping a little bit at a time mm-hmm. so that you could control a news cycle for extended periods of time and that's what elon's been doing with the twitter files it's what tucker seems to be doing with these videos uh that he got from mccarthy about january 6th uh, and i think it's extremely effective because it 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 spreads out the real estate, right? Like if you go to WikiLeaks and you drop it all at once, uh, you know, maybe people look through all that. Maybe a lot of it gets lost. Maybe, uh, you know, you've got researchers sort of disseminating it out. But when you've got these major, major platforms dropping over weeks and months, small bits of information that just ratchet the person into believing in this case, I mean, what's true? I mean, more information, um, as long as the information isn't false, usually gets you to a more true outlook on the world. So yeah, Lord willing, people will just wait. I mean, I was there. It was not an insurrection. Like insurrection requires intent. It requires organization. This had none of those things. And to our discredit, by the way, like I'm not saying that it should have been an insurrection, but I'm saying that we are like disorganized in our political activism mm. and um, and we're not very strategic. I mean, I complained about, I complained about this last night. I will probably continue complaining about it till the end of days. Like if our intention with January 6th was just to have a large enough show of support to persuade Pence not to certify the election. That is like an extremely weak strategic plan. <laughs> like yeah. that's that's almost like, you know, you you, you show up to a, a, a you're showing up to like a, a game of Scrabble with a machine gun, you know, or or you're showing up to a, a like a war <laughs> like you're bringing this incredible force of people and but your strategic objective is to persuade the mind of one guy um when the real opportunity in having such a powerful force of people would be in like nonviolent direct action like we are going to you know if you're going to occupy the state house or the the capital anyway 
you should occupy the Capitol until we get a free and fair election, like until we get one day of voting on paper, ballots counted that day. You know, that's what we need to have objectives that will actually like, get us what we want and not just, you know, on a, on a whim. Maybe we'll persuade this guy to not certify the election. It just to me, ha- having been there and being like, where is the organ? What is the, the, the objective? And what is our strategy and realizing that neither of those things were very clearly defined for anyone and that really what it was was we just sent a quarter of a million people to the Capitol building uh, with no plan. Right. And no leadership. Like, right. Like, where was Josh Hawley? Where was, uh, you know, where, where was like all of the Republican establishment like leadership there to like manage people, conservative leadership? Like, I mean, Alex Jones showed up in a tank. I mean, you got to be kidding. It's just such a bad look. Yeah. Um, so it, it it just feels like. If we are coming out of this moment where conservatives are ineffective, I hope that we are moving into a moment where we are effective. And it means that we have to be smart and strategic and wise as serpents. And it just it will not look like January 6th. We will not give our enemies such massive opportunities, even if they, you know, if they only capitalize on it, they'll just lie. Yeah, I mean, when, when you look at the, the January 6th videos and everything like that, and you see the people, that there was no coordination. There was no, it was just people walking around. They were just looking up. You know, it's almost like when you go into like New York City or any city, and you look at the big buildings and you just look yep. up as you walk. That's what they were doing. So yep. and I agree with you. There was no coordination that you can't even see any coordination whatsoever of, of anything happening there. And yep. it, it just seems, but you did say something very interesting, which I thought was was interesting. Um, you said that um, Elon Musk is, you know, releasing the Twitter files. We have Tucker yeah. Carlson releasing this video information, and we have the truth coming out in all other directions. They're all coming from different directions. Uh, do you think this is like a coordinated effort to go up against the, the fake news, the the you know the the D's and all them? Because it seems that all of this is happening at the same time. Like the truth, it's not coming from Trump. Trump's not sitting back going, hey, by the way, look at this video. Hey, by the way, look at the Twitter. You know, look what happened on Twitter. The deep state, the D's, the fake news, they're getting hit from all different directions and really not from Trump. Yeah. So do you, does it, do you think it's like a coordinated type of effort to get the truth out? Uh, I think it's coordinated by God. I don't think that people... Um, like, I don't think that uh, Elon Musk is getting together with Tucker Carlson and having like a cut committee meeting to determine what the strategic direction is going to be of the movement. I think it's much more um, if you're going to look at it in secular terms, it is the emergent alignment of incentives mm-hmm. where Elon reads the writing on the wall. He knows that this woke leftist nonsense can't go much longer. He knows that communism is bad for his business and for his mission to get to Mars. So his interests are aligned with us against this fake news media complex that would, you know, the, the fake news, they literally they have rules, right? They have um, uh, like published publication guidelines for their internal use that are like, you cannot say good things about technology. Elon mm-hmm. Musk is the face of advanced technology on the planet right right? so when you've got an entire industry of fake news journalists who are disallowed from saying true things about you if the true thing is positive you know you just have an interest in tearing that establishment down likewise carlson i think just he likes the truth he likes common sense he has an interest in uh fighting back against non nonsensical bs of the left 
Um, and but then what happens is because Breitbart sort of and, and Breitbart, Project Veritas, a lot of people have used this method of progressive disclosure of information to control long periods of the narrative. Um, I, I think what happens is it becomes the most effective tactics available. Right. So everybody knows now, hey, progressive disclosure is how you control the narrative for a long period of time. And so they are just using that strategy um, and, and because their interests happen to be aligned, they're doing it uh, in a way that looks coordinated, but it's really coordinated by circumstance, by the hand of God. It's not uh, I don't I, I don't believe that people are. I mean, there's a reason we play 2D chess and it's because mm-hmm. people aren't really smart enough on average to play 3D chess, 4D chess, 5D chess. And while these guys are extremely smart, sophisticated people, um, I don't I don't think that they are. uh I just, I, I, it, 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 I mean, maybe it's just me being dumb. That's probably it, honestly. Like, I can't conceive of um, playing, you know, several moves ahead in a multi-dimensional game. So probably, you know, again, if, if you're dealing with someone who's just an order of magnitude smarter than you, it's really hard to determine what their motives or plan or a- of action would be. And listen, I, I see all the information coming out, and if you go back five years, seven years, you would never see anything like this. Uh, you wouldn't see the information coming out. I mean, you would never see the Twitter files drop where they're pointing to the FBI, the DHS, CDC, where they're all trying to uh, violate everyone's constitutional rights. You would never see videotapes being brought out on Tucker Carlson and released where people can actually see what really happened after. I mean, think about it. January 6th, the unselect committee, they, they were going on and on and on how it was an insurrection. And now you're seeing this. So I, I feel like something is going on in the background where it's allowing people. I mean, I mean, I don't know who's pulling the strings. I don't know who's doing this, but it seems that someone or some entity wants the people to learn the truth one way you, or another. Do you think the FBI and do, they seem to me at- particularly weak right now. Does that strike you as correct? I, I think they are weak right now. I think with okay. all this information coming out right now, yeah. it, it has really hurt them because they're exposed. Yeah. And I feel like they're they're trying to survive um, all of this. And I think it's getting harder. I think I think the credibility, this with all this information coming out, I feel like the credibility with the FBI, the CDC, the FDA, um, yeah. Big Pharma, with everything that they've done, and then as the truth continually comes out about the lab leak and everything else, even the fake news, you can include them in this, their credibility every single day is decreasing. While yeah. the credibility of the truth tellers of Trump, who's been telling everyone this, you know, the story of where the virus came from and everything else, his credibility, I believe, is growing. So I, what I see happening right now is you see the credibility of the FBI, CDC, and all these different agencies and the fake news continually declining and the credibility of the alternative media, the credibility of those people that are telling the truth, that is growing right now. And and I think that yes. the American people are seeing this right now. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I mean, the credibility of pretty much the entire federal government and all of the oh, yeah. projects appears to be totally shot. I'll also add, it, it seems it's, it's the credibility, but it's also that they appear to have aligned themselves politically mm-hmm. against the people. Yes. I mean, they are East Coast elites. Ivy League elites, atheists, uh, you know, secularist Moloch worshipers, <laughs> right? Yep. And I, I, the people are n- normal people, blue collar, white collar, just trying to like live their lives and raise their families. And they hate the people. I mean, the deep state hates the people. And it's like, so 
not only are you lacking in credibility because you're incapable of generating true statements because of your worldview, but you're also positioning yourself as the enemies of the people. And it's like, and you're, you're doing it by collaborating with the media who has made it clear that they are enemies of the people by collaborating with big tech who, if big tech wasn't always the enemy of the people, they, they, they make they, they seem like they are dr- dr- dramatically running in that direction as quickly as they possibly can. And and now, I mean, I'm sure you've probably seen that, like the CIA funded all these groups, oh, yeah. right? Like, um, what is it, Q, uh, Q Intel or something like that? Um, so yeah, to to me, you know, governments, um, not all governments, but cer- certainly Republican and Democratic ones live by the will of the people, right? They exist at the behest of the governed. So. Uh, they're supposed yeah. to <laughs> they're yeah they are they are supposed to <laughs> yeah uh, but but the but but in a metaphysical sense right like you know so because the christian in romans 13 you know we are told to comply with authority but in this country the authority is in the constitution which then mm-hmm. delegates the authority to the people so like it it is a matter of fact whether or not it's a matter of like practice that the people are in charge of this country. Like we, the only um, authority under God in the United States is the people. It's yeah. not like, you know, like the president is not a king ordained by mm-hmm. God. Um, the Congress are not, uh, you know, oligarchs. Like the people actually do have all the authority. And that's why we also have legitimate moral authority to disobey them when they are acting against the will of God, right? Like when they are shutting down your church, mm-hmm. when they are trying to drug your kids, when they're trying to castrate your kids, like you have a moral authority to disobey these people. Um, and, and that's why, again, I keep just harping on it, but I, I think it's worth repeating that until we get very, very good at nonviolent direct action, you know, the conservative movement will continue to sort of, we'll just be relying on our enemies. Like we'll be relying on rigged elections, right? Like mm-hmm. why are we relying on rigged elections? Like we can't, have any expectation at this point that our elections are fair at all like we have to rely on direct action like we will show up we will hold this election and we will count the votes in person on one day on paper and that's the election like i don't right. care about this like deep state backed election commission or whatever um and that's what every every single conservative should basically be driving towards the government is not justified unless it is under the consent of the governed and that doesn't mean, you know, you're, you're not like delegating your consent to some election committee or whatever at the state level that you don't know who they are and and they have every reason to cheat. So, yeah, uh, that's that's a hell of a battle we're going to have to fight. I, I agree with that. Justice, I just want to say thank you for coming on the X-22 Report Spotlight. Once again, if people want to see your Rumble channel, see your Substack, where should they go? So it's rumble.com slash liberty and justice. Justice is spelled like just us. Um, I'm very easy to find on Truth Social at Justice Epen. That's it's really easy because it's just use a pen. Mm-hmm. So at just use a pen, no spaces on on uh, Truth Social. Uh, also on Substack at just use a pen on Substack if you want to follow me there. Uh, but yeah, get into the. I would my my encouragement would be for everybody to get onto the alternative media platforms. Talk to me about how we can improve true social. I want to hear all of your best feature ideas. We, we, I read almost every single mention, even if I don't respond to all of them. Um, it really means a lot. We can't serve people if we don't know who we're trying to serve and what they need. So. I, I agree. I'm going to put all the links at the bottom of the video. Justice, once again, thank you very much for being on the spotlight. I really appreciate it. 
Thank you for having me on, Dave. God bless you, man. You too. Everyone is talking about spike protein and the threat it poses, but what can you do to help keep you and your family healthy? That's where the wellness company comes in. Their spike support formula is the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Their revolutionary spike support formula is the only product on the market to include two ingredients that studies have shown to combat the spike protein. Nanokinase to help heal clot formation that can occur from exposure to spike protein and dandelion root that serves as a detoxifying that counteracts the presence of spike protein. Additionally, their spike support formula uses black cumin seed Seeds, which bind to the spike protein and facilitate cellular repair, as well as green tree extract. That provides added defense at the cellular level and mineral-rich iris sea moss that helps rebuild damaged tissues and muscles. There's only one product on the market with this potent combination of ingredients to help combat spike protein. Go to twc.health forward slash x22 today and order. That's twc.health forward slash x22 or click the link in the description. And if you don't see the link, click the more button then click the link in the description. Let's talk about our health. If you started to notice an increase in the appearance of wrinkles, fine lines, bag under your eyes, or other usual signs of aging, it might be more than just stress. Your collagen levels could be low. As you've gotten older, you may have also found that your nails are more brittle, hair is thinner, and skin isn't as strong, which can all be related to declining collagen production. I'm impressed because just in weeks of taking this premium collagen powder, I've noticed a significant reduction in the appearance of wrinkles and fine lines. My skin once again regained its youthful glow, hydration, and elasticity. If you want to try it as well and experience the amazing effects it has get a bag today at for 51 off plus receive several free bonuses before the spring sale ends by going to healthwithx22.com that is healthwithx22.com let's talk about our health a recent survey reveals that if you're concerned about weight loss and you want to get on a diet half of all americans are with you one of the easiest ways i recommend jump starting a new diet plan is with the amazing keto powder this substance helps you tap into many of the weight management benefits of being in ketosis even without the need for extreme carb restrictions or having to go through the infamous keto flu i'm impressed because in just weeks of taking this i've noticed a significant difference in appetite and cravings if you want to try it as well and experience the amazing effects it had get a bag today for 51 percent off plus receive several free bonuses before their spring sale ends by going to keto with x22.com that is keto with x22.com let's talk about investing in the first 30 days of this year bitcoin has recovered 40 percent and ethereum has recovered 36.37 percent no other asset has recovered that fast in the first month of 2023 trading views data shows that institutional investors are responsible for 35 percent of bitcoin's 40 percent rally a clear sign that investors confidence in the crypto market is back my digital money can help you securely invest in cryptocurrency unlike most other crypto platforms MyDigitalMoney.com with our partner Equity Trust founded in 1974 holds your crypto in trust. That means we will never be able to commingle our funds with yours. With MyDigitalMoney.com you can invest with security of knowing your crypto is yours and yours alone. Just go to MyDigitalMoney.com or call them at 833-636-2008. Whether you're investing in crypto IRA for retirement or want to save for a medium term financial goals with a standard trading account, MyDigitalMoney.com will help you do so with unparalleled security. Visit them at MyDigitalMoney.com money.com or call them at 833-636-2008. Open account now and get $50 in your account. Just enter X22 in the promo code field. Terms apply. And remember, there's always a risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results. Let's talk about protecting our wealth. We are at war and we are in a recession. Two things the government doesn't want you to know, but it's only a matter of time until cracks start to show. And do you know who will get hit the most? You. That's why you need to protect yourself and your family because things will get worse. Fortunately, Noble Gold Investments is here to help you. You've worked too hard to build your savings and investments to 
see it all crushed to bits. A Precious Metals IRA with Noble Gold Investments ticks all the boxes to keep you safe. And this month, they're giving away a beautiful Gold Eagle bullion coin with every qualifying IRA of $50,000 or higher. Stop worrying and visit x22gold.com. That's x22gold.com. There's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind.